Hello gang, it's your good buddy Mr. Red. I am here, apologetically. This is going to be maybe a short and sweet episode, or maybe this might go a little long because we might delve into my soul here. But this episode is a... a, a I am apologizing. I am making an apology on this episode. <clears throat> what the reason this came about was, if you are one of our many listeners, subscribers... You know our last episode, which we dropped actually, I think yesterday, um, we spoke about the Shahs of Sunset, and I was not nice in speaking about the Shahs of Sunset because I was a little cranky about other things. And my mother listened to the episode, and she was very, very, very upset. She did not like what I said about the Shahs of Sunset, who truly are the Shahs, which means king, kings. Uh, in Farsi, and and she 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 said I was very nasty. She said I was very mean and not nice to MJ, to Reza, to Gigi, who I doubt listened to that episode. But the fact of the matter is, the nature of podcasts is that they are evergreen, and they are out there on the internet forever. And so my nasty mean comments are there forever. And so I would be uncomfortable with them being out there. Unless I follow it up the very next day with an apology. And I need to sort of give you a little context into why I was so pissy yesterday and why I was upset. I went into a little bit of it on the podcast yesterday. Um, but I'll, I'm just going to be real. Uh, yeah, so listen... I'm just looking at my notes here. Um, this this takes a it takes a big man because I remember in the episode of Shaws of Sunset that me and the girls discussed. Reza said that a true Iranian man uh, knows when he did wrong, and I know I did wrong. I know um, I know I wasn't nice, and it wasn't cool the things that I said. And it's not that I even said anything so bad. It's just that I was incredibly negative. And I'm just gonna give you some. Uh, some context. So yeah, mom. Uh, and then the other thing is like, you know, I through several degrees of separation, just because I'm Persian and I'm in LA, uh, I know people that know these people. And so I just, I don't, I, I, let's just, I just want it to be cool. I don't, I don't want to like a big thing to develop and don't like, trust me, you guys are on like a, like a big TV thing. If, if this does get on your radar, don't worry about like don't give me any attention i'm just a little troll you know what i mean i'm mr red i'm i run a little gang here called wild seven don't fuck with us but i'm just saying you know don't worry about me don't don't give this life let this apology be the end all be all of it just because i'm uncomfortable with those comments being out there where i think i called uh, mj a balloon woman and i I, just really not nice things as you all know COVID-19 has come and taken the world by storm and everybody is in their homes, in their comfy little nice homes, uh, quarantining and and looking at memes of quarantining. (laughs) Haha, oh, we're quarantining. It's so funny. I'm not quarantining. I'm actually an essential worker. I haven't had a day off in a second because I've just been making masks every day because the demand has been so fucking high. And that's great. I'm happy for that. I'm happy to be an essential worker. But I haven't really had a day off. Um, I've just been doing that. And that's great. Again, that's great. Making masks and, and being essential in this insane ass fuck of a time is wonderful. 
And I'm not going to get into the fact that an article was written and they quoted me and they, they talked about, you know, it was an article about me and my, my brother and I and our tailoring shop and how we were making masks and stuff. I was a little pissy that they didn't mention my horror film, Debbie and the Devil, that I was making. But that's another story. And so I was a little pissy about that. And I thought, and then here's the other thing. I, I thought... um it would just be good content. Now, here's the thing: I'm not apologizing for for the sh for the for the episode. Um, I really think uh, if I was, I hate this fucking quarantining thing because here's the thing: I was really enjoying doing the podcast with the gang, with my gang. I miss my gang. I miss my gang. I've just been at home and then at the shop behind a fucking sewing machine, which is great. But I miss my gang. I miss making shit with them. And uh, I was so irritated and I thought it would be, you know, kind of a funny goof or something to just watch the Shaws of Sunset and sort of talk about it with Ash, April and Alexa. And, and you know, and if we were all in at the studio, that would still I would still do that. I'm not saying I'm not going to do that again. I will still talk about the Shaws of Sunset. And in fact... If the next time I am irritated and if I feel like I want to do an episode where we talk about the Shaws of Sunset, we will do that. This whole podcast is about a blank canvas. Like every episode is a blank canvas. And it's I, I whatever I choose to splatter on that canvas is what I choose to do. If I wanted to have a conversation, we'll do that. If I want to do a little theater piece of the mind thing, we'll do that. If I want to, you know rip on something i will do that i this podcast is just about doing what i feel mr red it's my gang we go where i want to go and april as well she has a lot of input she's you know the nightshade collective it's an important part of everything and i've just been really i think like a lot of people i've just been really cranky and irritated uh that i just can't <laughs> look <sighs> i'm a level with you okay Let's just be real. Okay, I will I will get to my apology, but let's just let's just be real, real, real. People that know me know, and especially the gang, they certainly know this about me, that I'm not a hangout guy. There's there's a certain fact with me that I used to tell people, and it's it's not true anymore, but I used to tell people this, like I used to say, I don't fucking have friends. I have people I collaborate with everybody that I've known from since I was 21 or 22 or since I started making short films is from what the fuck was that it was reddit or whatever um is from my adventures in making short films and then eventually making Debbie and the Devil like everything I've done has led to Debbie and the Devil and stuff like that and we've been shooting Debbie and the Devil, my horror film, our horror film, myself and the Nightshade Collective and the whole gang, Wild 7. We've been making this film for two years. It's not some fucking little short film. It's a feature film and it's good. It's cool. It's great. It's awesome. We can't wait to, for this fucking COVID to be done so we can show it to people. It's weird that, you know, like we're like 99.9% .9 done, like literally like a couple hundred bucks away from being done. And... Uh, this COVID thing's happened and it's it hasn't like put a wrench in our plans or anything like that uh, just because everything that we've had to do it's stuff that we can do uh, remotely like there's a little a few ADR lines that we have to get but that's going to be no problem and 
I've always been very, very just completely devoted to cinema. That's it. I haven't... Look, I'm not like, uh, you know, I don't... I, I wouldn't go and say like, oh, I'm the most like handsome guy or whatever, but I'm 37 years old. I've had opportunities to be with women. And I'm not talking about sexually. I'm talking about like in relationships and stuff like that. And I always walked away because I knew that that would, I, I'm just an all or nothing guy. If I'm going to be in a relationship, I want to be devoted to the relationship. And the fact of the matter is I'm more, I, I had to develop my career. I had to make my first feature before I could even dream of having a girlfriend or any of that stuff. Everything was for that. And I remember a little more than like maybe three years ago when I decided, okay, fuck it. I'm going to make my movie. I'm just going to start. Fuck it. I have the title. And I made the short film of Debbie and the Devil with the DP, uh, uh, director of photography, Lucas Patassi. Uh, and, and then it was me and him. And we were like, okay, we're going to make this film. You know, it's, it's me and him. And, and, you know, through Lucas working on a music video and this and that, he got connected with April and Chris, Silent Chris, who never talks on the podcast, but he's a major presence in Wild Seven Studios. And we hooked up, you know, we linked up professionally. And I remember meeting with April at Habitat Coffee in Glendale and just basically she had read the script and we were just like, okay, this is how are we going to make this? Like it's three stories, blah, blah, blah. I remember just it was one of those meetings of the minds. And in making the film, we've all become this family with April's sister, Ashley, and her their cousin, Alexa, who are combined. They're called Shreks. And, you know, everybody, we just, just, you know, and we would throw these insane fun parties. And, and, you know, after we would shoot and just, 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 they truly, we've all become family. And I miss them. And it's weird for me, I guess, to feel that way about anybody that's that I'm not related to. It's strange. I'm not used to it. And I remember on Saturday, you know, this past Saturday, I, I, I was writing and I was feeling really good about what I was writing. And then I just got this sudden like, fuck, I miss those guys. I, I miss them. And little Rocio, little Rocio and her sister Betsy. I miss them everybody and so i sent this email and and i was just like hey I, I i just want you guys to know that i miss you guys and you know and and uh i'm not used to that but hey you know like i, I hope everybody's good and you know they you know everybody responds and you know like and and so i guess uh you know maybe i was feeling cranky because of that and 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 just you know it's it's i think it's a weird time for everybody but it feels good to 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 get that out and i you know my mom was, you know, disappointed that that I devoted a, a show, a, a blank canvas, if you will, to, you know, not being nice, to, to being kind of nasty. And I just want to apologize, you know. And again, it's I, I think, you know, in this apology, I just want you guys, you know, that's it's not an excuse to be uh, mean, but I, I, I miss my gang. And maybe I was a little fatigued from making masks and, and I wasn't you know, my film wasn't talked about in the article, which is fine. It's a great article, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But I believe um, there are a few things that I would like to apologize for, um, which I said. First of all, I would like to apologize for in in the, this past show where we spoke about the Shaws of Sunset, I said that 
we should i i made a, a a cast list of if we made a movie of shaws of sunset and i said destiny should be played by a goat and i said that mj would should be played by the singer meatloaf and i i think i also said that mj's husband would be played by so we would just go outside of a jail and just pick up whoever's getting released from jail and have him play mj's husband that's not nice i apologize that's really mean um also i want to apologize um I said that Gigi, there's this, there was this part in the Shaws of Sunset that we saw where they go to this country music festival and then Gigi and the gang, they eat a bunch of macaroni and cheese. And then Gigi, like, all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, I feel like pins and needles in my stomach or something. And then she had to go to the, like, she was like, oh, call a hospital. But then she like kind of was okay. And then I think me and Ashley said like, oh, she probably just had stomach problems. And then I said she probably just had diarrhea or something. And she was just embarrassed. So she made like a big thing of it. I'm sorry. And then I think I made a a, a joke that didn't really go over with the girls because I don't think they get the good they got what I was referencing. But I, I said that like, oh, and it wasn't even a joke. It was just something that I thought of when I was watching the episode episode but you know alien the xenomorph that comes out of the belly and stuff like that i said oh when she um uh had the stomach problems i imagined the xenomorph coming out of her belly and stuff and 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 i didn't i don't want that to be construed with her recent drama and stuff like that that's that's horrible and i love Gigi. i think Gigi is the best uh, cast member on that she's so cool um and then also i made a lot of fun of uh not even fun i was just being nasty and mean i was i was i was you know reza he cries a lot in the episode and in many episodes to be quite honest with you and i was i was making fun of that and that's not nice i mean men cry and and as reza says again when it when an iranian man uh does wrong he admits to it and so i want to apologize for that um i i believe i called mj a balloon woman i i that's really not nice i mean i know i've had my struggles with weight in the past and stuff you know i've gotten in shape now but 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 that's not nice and i apologize mj I, I i you know and again a podcast is evergreen this could be out for 20 years and you'll listen to this 20 years from now we could be great friends all of us i could be one of the shaws but you know what i'm not going to put myself on that level i'm i'm just a humble tailor you know what i mean a uh, filmmaker too uh and um also i made i made some subtle remarks about mike's intelligence but mike is a cool dude like i mean if, if he's listening he's like a dude you would like want to hang with i i used to have friends like mike me and mike in many ways are almost the same guy so i you know i was i was just being a nasty 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 man and um you know what fuck it let's just uh let me call alex I just so that's it that's my apology to the uh, uh, cast members of, and everybody of Shaws of Sunset and I'm sure April and Ashley and Alexa apologize too but they didn't say anything too mean uh but uh I do look forward to seeing the show again uh with them uh but I don't think they cared nobody cares about my mom my mom doesn't like it when I'm mean to people hold on is it ringing hello Mr. Nas Red. Hi, Interdimensional Alex. How are you? Oh, sorry, that was a lame uh, beam in right there. I'm I'm currently eating the Louis L'Amour special chili. Oh, really? Well, can you please explain what the Louis L'Amour special is and who Louis L'Amour is? Was <laughs> well, as I understand it. Because you've actually done some reading on him. I just know peripherally. But he's Mr. Western. He's Mr. You know, 150 
nice little thin dime uh, pulp novels. Yeah. I think we know some titles like Hondo and whatnot, but you want to sum them up in a very hilarious way, which is sometimes a man needs a woman to just make him a bullet chip. That is his prose. That is the beauty of his prose, Alex. How are you, man? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm pretty well, brother. You know, just me. I'm surviving the survival. Yeah, I feel you. Did you work today? I did. I yeah, did. man. Yeah, yeah. Dude, um, it's nice being essential. It's actually ah, essential. <laughs> that capital E, let's hope. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny is uh, about maybe two months ago, uh-huh. if I was talking to a girl I liked, I might be a little bashful to say, well, you know, I, I work at a I work at a grocery store. Or kind of, you know, I, I'd be a little kind of, eh. Or I'd make a very big point to sort of mention that and then be quick to talk about my passions and what I really am about. Now, a job doesn't define yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now I'm like, oh, what do I do? Baby, I help America stay on its feet is what I do. Yeah, man. You keep people from, you know, consumers from killing each other. Pretty much, man. And it was looking that way until uh, we kind of figured out how to control the customer flow. There's two things that I'm going to miss out of this because I I really think we need to be looking at silver linings now. Mm -hmm. Now, people. Now. And one thing that is good is to actually sometimes, sometimes you should wait before you get into a consumer environment because everybody, buy, buy, it's not healthy. And right now we have controlled customer flow and it's kind of nice. It kind of gives people a sense of breath. You're not all racing to get, you know, items. It's, it's, it's kind of a nice thing. So I hope they, they keep that up. I also hope that people don't fuck up the environment like like day after this whole thing. Because I'm sorry, folks. I know we're scared. That's legit. We're scared. But look at Mama Sky and Mama Earth. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, Alex, it seems... I'm not... I, I know you're not saying you're scared. But, like, I'm... Yeah. I'm not scared. I just want to get back to fucking my shit. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get back with my my crew, with you guys. With I mean, dude, and apart from... Dude, okay, look, you know the gang. You're part of the gang. But also, independently of that, we, we go way back. You know what I mean? You used to be my weed dealer, for Christ's sake. So, <laughs> yeah, and I'm just, and you knew, you've seen the, the shit that's developed with Wild 7 and with April and the whole gang and the Nightshade Collective and stuff, and, and you've been a part of it. I want to get back to that, and I'm so fucking, I've been so cranky. Or I was cranky yesterday on the show, uh, and so I, I, you know, I this, this whole podcast, you know, I, I apologize. Show. <laughs> Were you doing it? Were you just doing Ed Sullivan? Well, no, I was kind of doing it ironically because I feel weird calling the podcast the show because it's a, it, to oh, me, it's nice. a podcast, you know, like it's, show, yeah, yeah, no, I was, I was just right. adding a. Not Thank you. Wild group of freaky freaks. Yeah, the Wild Seven crew. But, uh, dude, have you seen anything Uh, cool? Dude, again, let me just say this before you answer this question. I miss just hanging out. And and the thing is, like I was explaining it to the listener, I'm I'm I used yeah, to not think I was that guy that even needed friends, and I realized no, you <laughs> your friends are special, and and but especially when you've yeah. made shit with them that that means something to you, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but anyway, I think that's good, man, and I think it's healthy to have friends. If you're only like living in the worlds you only create yourself, yeah, you know, not just you, but oneself. When one is only operating on their own drumbeat, when there's too much herd mentality, that's fucking great. But man, now that we all have been ordered to step back, we, we miss that stuff. I miss being in the monastery, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, for the listener that doesn't know, uh, that is what Alex called my room, the monastery, because there's a, it's yeah, like a monastery. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you know, we just hang out. And, you know, like that's where the podcast started. And now it's back fucking here. And then also the other thing, Alex, dude, I, you know, the podcast started in the monastery. You, me, Jesse, Jason sometimes would come by. You know, it was just geeking mm-hmm. out on movies and stuff. And then in making Debbie and the Devil with you acting in it, which thank you for that. And and we we graduated the podcast to another level of just being about Wild 7 and the goings-ons with Wild 7 and having fun with Wild 7 and stuff. And we moved the entire setup yeah. to, the, to the studio, as you know, in downtown Los Angeles. And I'm fucking, I hate being back in my room with this shit. You know what I mean? Like, the, you know, it's just, you know, I hate, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I know, man. Well, I'll tell you this much. Like, I get it because you're so in it being the, the captain of the ship. Yeah. That I think you see the highs and lows in primary colors right now. Full blast. And I totally respect that. And may I also, while honoring that feeling, remind you that because it is the monastery, that's actually the perfect place sometimes to go back to. Yeah. To collect yeah. oneself. And to uh, and indeed go through the feelings of frustration and anger and, and loneliness. Yeah, and we find the next like really good creativity. I mean, it's, I'm I'm only letting little drops of blood each day when I write. I wish it was flowing, but I'm I'm just squeezing out a few drops, and even those few drops are informed by the times and. There's something to it that that there's more to this than meets the eye, I guess, is my long winded way of saying that. Yeah. I mean, look, you know me and you know, I'm pretty optimistic about stuff. And this is all just it's not sadness. It's not fear. It's just a little I'm just annoyed. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to get back to the stuff. But the fact of the matter is. I have some. I, we we are doing essential work. I'm making these masks, and 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 you're doing your thing and stuff like that, and that's good. Um, I'm not complaining about that. And I just want to say also, in my annoyance with the current quarantine, everybody, you know, stay away from your gang. Oh, I miss my gang. Uh, in my annoyance with that, I lashed out on my Persian brothers and sisters on that delightful show, Shaws of Sunset, Alex. Uh, no, well, so what do you think was the impetus for that? I hate them. <laughs> okay. I mean, so it was you know, a base feeling. it was a it base. Is, feeling. No, but I don't yeah. hate them. It's a very lovely show. It's very fun. It's fun watching them. It's just, it's just. I thought it would be interesting content. Just, dude. But no, no, no. Actually, no. Actually, here's the funny thing. I did. You would think, oh, Mister Red, you were just, you know, you just wanted to rip on something and and be mean about it because you were oh, mad Mr. about that Red. article. Yeah, but it really wasn't about that. 
what happened was I chose it last week. I thought it's been a second since we did an episode. Dude, I don't like these fucking... I'll be honest with you. I'm honest with the listener. I don't like these fucking COVID episodes. I, I want to be with the gang. It's weird, man. I mean, dude, this is great, Alex. Thank you for right. taking the time, and, and you're always great. But, but dude, I oh, like dude. being Virtual with the Nightshade Collective. And, yeah, you know, and, and it's just we, we ha- we're having so much fun with the podcast, and now it's back to my fucking room, and I have to call my friends. What the fuck? But anyway... <laughs> you know, but it's like being in the '90s after school, right? For like the next foreseeable future. Yeah, and in fact, sorry, I'm cracking open a, a a root beer. But no, no. What going back to your question? You you asked what the impetus? No, the impetus was let's watch it and have fun. And and it would be like I'm introducing the Nightshade Collective to this other group of friends that I know in a pop culture kind of way. You know what I mean? That was the impetus. Gotcha. I did not want to go and and just be a nasty fuck and be mean and and stuff like that and and have my mom be upset with me. Uh, <laughs> you know it, it, that. But then when that article came out and then they didn't mention Debbie and the Devil. Look, I'll be honest with you. There was this thought in my head like i thought oh if that fucking douchebag this guy from shaws of sunset made a film he's automatically a director like he you know if they write an article about him they'd be such and such you know made this film they would talk about it and then i was just fucking angry because it was like dude i haven't had a day off making these goddamn motherfucking masks which is great we gave a bunch to the fire department. Yes. That's wonderful. <laughs> I like it. But, dude, I'm not fucking Gandhi, okay? I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, well, I gave to the fire department, blah, 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 blah. No, I wanted the article guy to mention Debbie and the devil, and I got a little irritated. And then, so then, when All we right. had to do the assigned thing of what the podcast episode was going to be, I had a little bit of a nasty edge. I hope that explains uh-huh. everything. Uh-huh. Is that acceptable, yeah, Mr. Alex, as the angel of the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, no. You gave us little like we we saw some momentum to your more more recent biography. Okay. Right there. Thank so you, that Alex. Makes a lot of sense. Thank you. In fact, I feel good about this episode. I'm happy now. I mean, <laughs> you know, like I we we got good content. Hey, fist bump, high five. Listen, um, this was yeah. great, Alex. I just want to ask you one thing. Uh, have you watched sure. anything? What have you been watching? You you mentioned this prisoner show. Oh my god, dude, it is so fucking good. And I can't, I, there's stuff that I like from 51 years ago, but I wouldn't like urge people to see it necessarily because it's like campy and fun for me. Right. But The Prisoner is legit, dude. It is, uh, I finished it. It's a 17 episode experience. And that, and it was meant to be just the, that. So thank goodness it, it tells a tale. It wasn't like, you know, pulled. Because when I saw it was only one season, I got a little scared. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, am I going to love this? And then it got, you know, pulled. But no, it's just, it, it's, some call it, it was the first miniseries, actually. No, so, interesting. You um, mentioned an, a, a master list that you saw? So, yeah. So, what happened was, and I learned after the fact, and this is no spoiler, it's just that this guy is amazing, Patrick McGuhan. Which, you know what I first saw that guy in? Did you see, when you were a kid, Baby Secret of the Lost Legend? <laughs> no, I, I don't believe I have. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Secret of the Lost Legend? Okay. No. Someone listening knows this. 
It's a Brontosaurus movie. <gasps> Wait a minute, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, sorry. And has Sean Young from Blade Runner and yeah. William Cat from Carrie. They're like the husband-wife team, and you have an evil doctor who's played by Patrick Maguire. He also was the, um, let me explain your powers to you. Uh, in scanners, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know exactly what you're powers. talking about. Yeah. So I didn't realize he was also um, secret agent man, or it depends on what it's called. And in England, it was danger man. Here we call it secret agent. But I think that's where you get, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Did they have those action show. figures? And then he does this program, and um, yeah, the whole idea of it is just like a guy resigns from a top level firm like MI5 or something, you know, suggestive of that. And we don't know why. And this opposing force, or maybe it's from his own, we don't know. There's just this unknown thing that has now uh, captured him. They gassed him in his own uh, place. And then they've taken him to this place called The Village. And it's this idyllic town with very overly nice neighbors, creepily overly nice. And everyone has a number. Um, anyway, it's just, it's really fucking cool. It's just like how Star Trek deals with a different social issue every episode. So does this one. This show, dude, will teach you what to expect in an oppressive environment and what you can do to fuck with it too. That's what I love. Is nice. He's not just a prisoner. He spends a little bit as a prisoner, and then I'm he fucks with the fucking thing. I realized I put this one on a, a, a roundabout thing, and I didn't answer the first question, which is. And then, and then I'll and then I'll put a cap to it. By the way, are you still there? I am dead. No, yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, yeah. okay, good, good. It's just because that's the other thing that sucks about. This is Alex. TV Alex, this is like. good info for our geekier listener. You know. So what? Then? I okay. said this is good info for the geekier listener that came in at the ground floor oh, when we dude, first started dude. this geeky website. It's I mean, geeky podcast. Just, yeah. So, so he actually was executive producer too. The guy who plays the prisoner, number six, mm-hmm. is his character name. He he actually uh, came up with the show, developed it with, with I think, the executive, but another guy. Anyway, he's the executive producer and he did seven, he wanted to do seven definite episodes and he filmed those in a, in a certain sequential order. And uh-huh. then it was already quite a hit. They were like, oh shit, this is, you're on to something here. So do another 10 and the problem is, is that they, they all kind of are standalones. You know how, like, Doctor Who, right? Isn't Doctor Who the same thing? It's kind of, like, different adventures. They, it's, it's one of the... They're not necessarily connected. I mean, they are, but they're not, like... Right. It's loosely serialized. It's loosely serialized, but, yeah, the episodes do tend to stand on their own. Yeah. Right, right. Or even Star Trek. And you know what? I actually liken it way more to Star Trek. It's like, okay, this one, they're on this mission. This one they're dealing with this thing it's kind of the same thing except it is usually within the confines of his prison environment right and anyway right. uh what happened was is then they did 10 more episodes it became 17 and then they kind of just strung together a random list and you can go through it randomly but it wasn't really the order as intended so even when you see it now streaming it's put in the order it was syndicated but then i found this master list it was recommended to me with this master list which as i understand it as you might call it, director's cut or author's vision or just it was supposed to be this way. And um, I watched it that way and it was fucking great. And and have no fear, it's just as disorienting in any order you do it because it is very... I, I don't even necessarily know what I saw. I know a couple things that I saw, but a lot of it is pure mystery to me. Nice. The fact that it's over 50 years old and had my jaw dropped 
as a testament. Nice. So yeah, man, that, that was it. The prisoner. I can't recommend it enough. That's, nice. That's what I have to say for that. Nice. Very nice. Thank you for that. Yes. I hope the listener, yeah, yeah, you know, gets some good because I mean, dude, most people are fucking at home right now. But dude, you know, three things, three things, television things, apart from Godzilla films, which I was watching three things. I'm going to go in order of like, because I don't want to forget each one. Okay. Toei, you know, the Japanese film company, right? Toei. Yes. Okay. They, um, they started a YouTube channel of all of their tokusatsu shows, like Super Sentai, Kamen Rider. I don't think Kamen Rider actually they showed, but uh, this uh, this other show, Space Sheriff Gavan and stuff. I highly recommend you watch these, Alex. They are very fun. They have subtitles. They're great. In fact, I remember I showed you a Kamen Rider episode, haven't I? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Common writer Gaiam. Yeah. Okay. They, they, mm-hmm. It's it's on YouTube. It's really great. I've watched a bunch of those. Um, also, what was the other television thing? Oh, right. Westworld, dude. I, I've told you is it's 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 interesting. I'm just gonna say that. Like, I, I know you ditched it. Sure. But, but th- this yeah, current season is very interesting. Too, except for there was one episode of last season that I loved so fucking much. It was the standalone with the uh, Lakota. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember you were really, you went really nuts about that show. That episode. that episode was better than everything I've seen in the entire series. But ironically, it was not. It was. It was a very dissatisfying season for me. Just so frustrating. Nice. So I, yeah, I kind of gave up. And I, you gave up. Look, it even made me say shitty grammar. But, um, <laughs> however, uh, I know they're always trying something new. So I'm guessing three from what I'm vibing on it and from i think you even kind of described there they've kind of shifted direction on where it even takes place now it's exactly and also it's that show always intrigued me and i know you know me i'm pretty easy with entertainment i'm not i my critical brain is alive and well but i know how to shut it off or you know what i mean like otherwise i wouldn't enjoy anything and if i judge everything on a script i would never enjoy anything but westworld always kept me intrigued and now it seems to have gotten to a point you know what i mean like it seems to have all right it it feels like it's saying something and it it's it's intriguing on that sci-fi level still in its third season i really enjoy it but also the last thing television wise dude Better call Saul. The 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 season Ooh. finale is this Monday. I'm gonna talk to Doctor Mo about it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, man. Shit, I just I don't have TV, so I'm gonna have to wait till that is streaming. But I'm looking forward to it. Oh my god, it's amazing, Alex. Show. It's amazing, Alex, my friend. Yeah. Uh, this was great. Well, Thank you for taking the call. Go ahead. Go ahead. And and also oh. mention any other movie that you might have seen. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Well, no. Did, did you mention how we both, in within a week time frame of each other, watched The Untouchables? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that's a whole dude, Alex. That's a whole nother discussion. That's a that's I my know, childhood, right? we'll man. Say, that's a cool one. Go watch it if you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Untouchables, Brian De Palma. Yeah. Other than that, no. Well, some classics that we all know and love. I've I've been rewatching some of my favorite Tarantino. I've been rewatching some of my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson. You know, just the, the old classics. One more thing I want to say about the prisoner. We are all the prisoner right now, whether we know it or not. And we are, because we have to be quarantined. And if you're not quarantined, you have to be in a situation that still is uncomfortable. Like, I'm very lucky to be working. So are you. And we still have to risk ourselves outside of our house when we go out there. It it sucks. Both realities are, are very troublesome. 
And that show, The Prisoner, when you watch it with a little bit of a COVID lens over it, yeah. you start to kind of go, holy fuck, this is training for our current reality. So, it, you know, don't just, as, as an old friend used to say, shout out to DJ Donny K, oh. don't just look at it, look through it. Interesting. You just made. I, sorry, I went silent because I just had a flashback of DJ Donny K. I missed that guy. I know. Me too. <laughs> He's me a bi weed from him I too. Reach out. Yeah, yeah. But Alex, I just want to end on sure. a. Uh, first of all, let me just cap it all off. Sorry to the cast of Shaws of Sunset. They may listen to this thirty years from now or something. I'm sorry, guys. I was being a, a, a moody bitch. Um, but also, um, I I just want to say just a just a harmless little factoid. You know, I've, I I I. I was like kind of sick of I, I didn't like Diet Coke, you know, because, you know, sometimes I like a soda now and then and I don't drink, sure. you know, s sugary sodas. And then but then I was like, ah, I don't kind of like the taste. It, it tastes like robot piss or something. It doesn't taste like anything natural. <laughs> and and so I got Diet Root Beer, A&W Diet Root Beer. This is not a plug. They didn't pay me, obviously, for this. I'm just saying. Sure, I, and sure. I had it. And I don't know if you're a root beer guy because I know some people just don't like it. Oh, hell yeah, I am. You are? No, okay, I'm okay. Diet Root Beer. Yeah. Diet root beer, the, in particular the A&W diet root beer, tastes really, really good, and it barely tastes like a diet beverage. And I, and then I think it's because they use actual aged vanilla, Alex. It's very good. Oh, aged vanilla. Yeah. Why that would bring the authentic taste to a satisfying beverage. Awesome, Alex. Make <laughs> myself and the Nightshade Collective proud. And where can the kids find you on the gram? Damn, damn the gram. Uh, oh, I'm like a grandpa with that gram. I barely use it, but I, don't worry, folks. I'll get some momentum. You can find me at Interdimensional Alex. All one streaming thing. Interdimensional Alex. Listen, gang. I'm I'm talking to the listener friend. When when society is able to get up and running. Wild 7 will be moving with new mixers and new mics and a new studio and this and that and bing, bang, boom. Alex, thank you for talking to me, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Always a pleasure. And everyone stay safe and positive out there. Keep the laughter alive. Awesome. I'm going to uh, do the sign off, but I'm not going to hang up, hang up on you uh, because I want to tell you something afterwards. Oh, yeah. That's kind of oh, funny. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, but, okay. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, follow me on Instagram at Mr.NosRed. Follow me on Twitter at MrNosRed. Follow the girls. Oh, fuck. I forgot their, their individual Instagrams. But I know the Nightshade Collective Instagram at Nightshade Collective. Also, go to their amazing websites, www.nightshadecollective.com. Dude, Alex, have you heard Simpin' After Dark, by the way? Amazing. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Amazing. I was listening to, to, to it today. Simpin' After Dark is a, a new podcast that Victoria and Ashley are doing, and it's where the girls simp. And I, I, Alex and I are grandparents compared to these girls because they're so young. But I guess simping means like getting into their feelings. And they basically talk about relationships totally. and stuff. And it's really, 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 really eye-opening and great. Fucking out of touch and old. I was like, simping? <laughs> yeah. Last time I've used the word simp, it was like 
Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I remember okay. that day we were so, yeah, listening. And then I listened over to it. And women will get a lot out of it. Yeah. But especially dudes. All we hear sometimes is other men's idea of what makes us cool. You should listen. Sometimes yeah. there's some cool girls talking about what works. Yeah. So, hell yeah. Listen up, take notes. Yeah. They're the coolest fucking girls in town. And also go to www.nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs and www.wild7studios.com for all of your wild7studios.needs. And email me at nasred at wild7studios.com and email april at april at wild7studios.com. And you know how it go, gang. Sorry for my nastiness. Shoot a movie, not a person. <laughs>